And we are back. And, and um, I know, I know what you was talking about um, Dante Wilder and shit like that. Um, we go, we go talk about that. But I got something yeah. that'll lead off into it. So yesterday, first of all, yesterday was the first time I knew that Wilder versus Fury <laughs> was going to be coming on. And I was like, For is no that reason. shit gonna be the night? For no reason. Yeah. Um. But I had to go to the. On um, comedy show last night, and for those who don't live in Charleston, South Carolina, last night we had um, it's two guys I can't remember their name, but we had Earthquake, on as J. Okay, uh, Bruce, Bruce, did he hit it? <laughs> and Omar Epps said last night. Omar, Omar Epps was the headliner. Omar Epps. Omar Epps was the headliner. The actor Omar Epps. The actor. Higher learning. Mike Epps. I'm stupid. Okay. Hey, I always say it wrong. Cause my wife said that like seven times. I said, you mean Mike Epps? Yeah, I mean Mike Epps. Oh, in your defense, Epps is not a common name. Uh, yeah. So, I was very disappointed. Um. So, I, I go, I do that. So, first of all, they had to do that scene that song, what your man got to do with me, Special K. Oh, shit. So, he's transitioning to a comedian now. Oh, I, I thought you was. Okay, word. <laughs> but Special K came on and rapped his whole song, and then did some jokes, and then I think that kind of makes sense because the that, that novelty hey, of that you, song. You got to tell him who you is first. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying that's that's why I guess he was doing. Hey, I, I'm Special K. Anybody our age, no, I can't take it back because anybody a little bit older than us. I knew the song, but you had to tell me his name. You basically reminded me of his name. Yeah, I what knew his name at one point, but you just reminded me of I'm his name. I'm not trying to hear that. See, but yeah, he was talking. He he did some good jokes. Consent, um, my dog. He started out like he <laughs> he really did start out strong. His set was like two minutes mm-hmm. after the song, so he started out strong. He didn't have the stage presence or anything. A rapper doesn't have a stage presence. He did not have stage presence. Um, well, you got to think he was rapping in the '80s too. '90s. That song came out in the nineties. You said that song came out in the nineties. I was like ninety four. So nineties. So whenever that song came out, he was like, "Yeah, I went from um, dating supermodels in the nineties." That song had him dating supermodels. That's what he said. Okay. To dating forty year old aunts. (laughs) <laughs> now and then you start talking about like old people titties and shit like that so that shit was funny as hell old people titties is yeah. funny but he had two minutes he had two minutes and he had some really 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 good jokes it's just he didn't have the stage presence to I'm sorry for some reason that is funny though yeah um I think in about a, another year or so if he has some more seasoning yeah he'll be seasoned enough to to take take the crowd real good but in the very end, he was like, I'm Special Cat. used to be a rapper, now I'm a comedian. And then basically did his stuff all though. There was another dude that came on right behind him. I cannot remember his name, but he was funny as shit. Um, Bruce Bruce came on, and he did his his jokes. Um, his jokes was funny as hell. Uh, on there, SJ had me crying. You know how I was confusing with? It was another guy to be a comic view, and he was on I Got the Hookup. He was um those guys that were on the bikes the um the I don't know the correct term I wouldn't insult anybody, mm-hmm. um but they was chasing at the black and blue, if I remember the, was that in I got the hookup. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that movie good enough. 
If you got, I forgot his fucking it name. Ain't. Why you blocking the baller blocking us? Who's the baller now, Wardy? <laughs> but um, go ahead, with, uh, Michael Epps. Um, Mike Epps pissed you off apparently. Yeah. So, um, on SJ had me laughing hard, like crying and laughing. Earthquake was so it was all right. He he told some good, knowledgeable stuff, and then Mike Epps came on. Now. Mike Epps had came on. He looked high, had glasses on, and he didn't come out with a set. He just walked around and told jokes. I don't even think he told jokes for ten minutes. Um, unprepared material. He just it was it was, was just unprepared riffing. material. He just came out and talked to the crowd for like ten minutes, and then he just put the mic to his mouth and said, "I really want to go see this fight." And then basically, the host for the evening. Ran out the back and just started making jokes and basically um, telling everybody the show was over with. And they did some banner between each other and Obama walked off stage. Okay, I'm not following what happened then. Like, why are you mad? <laughs> because he didn't do a set. Like, oh, okay. He did not do a set. Everybody came out and did a set. Omar just walked out there and. Mike. Yeah, Mike just walked out there and said, hey, y'all remember my show? I got a show on Netflix. Ha, ha, ha. This guy in a gold jacket is funny. Looking. Ha, 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 ha. Shut up, girl. Ha, ha, ha. You know what? I want to go watch this movie. I mean, I want to go watch this fight. So, I mean, I felt like. You got felt cheated. Yeah, I feel like people spend their money to come see you, and you need to make sure. They're taking care of do a set or something. Golly. Like a couple of jokes, um, like maybe five minutes. Yeah. And then he showed up about 35, 40 minutes late. He showed up late as shit. We had they had to start the show. They didn't start the show until about eight. It was supposed to start at eight. I think they started about eight forty. Hmm. So now he's lying here, not this bitch. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what is it about his generation, like him, the Kevin Hart's, Michael Blackson's, Cat know. Williams. I like their acting better than I like their comedic comedy. Yeah. I, I just think last night, it wasn't a good night for him. I was mad about last night. I know people have those nights. Yeah. So. Because I, um, I loved him in Meet the Blacks. Dog, I respect everything he do. Like, he makes me laugh and everything. Um, I'd say the only thing Meet the Blacks was missing was Cat Williams. Okay, I remember Cat Williams being in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Well, you so, never seen it? So for anybody, me, I did see it, but you know how I am with movies and stuff. No. Oh. Um, it's like Pat. Shout out to Pat. <laughs> I can say, though, um, his show on Netflix with Wonder Sites is one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it has him and Wonder in it, they took some time and made sure they was going to do a show right. Like, like they didn't just throw two comedians together. It. It's yeah. two comedians. It's more than two comedians in the show. It's a bunch of comedians together in the show. Well, but that's um, my point. Like they didn't just put comedians in on the camera together yeah, and inspect them. Just yeah. to make jokes. Um, on the contrary, Jamie Foxx show didn't make it, and we was talking about how how good of a actor he is, but his show got canceled. But uh, it's on Netflix. So is it truly canceled? <sighs> Because I feel like Netflix, streaming services never gave me that same vibe as, like, TV back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a TV show that had one that had one season on, like, OG Fox or CBS yeah. or ABC, it was yeah. like, and that shit get canceled after one season, like, you fucked up, yeah. bro. Like, with streaming services, you get one you get one season, everybody's like, eh. I'm just trying to, if Net, I need Netflix to come out with a podcast channel. 
Yeah. I just want to be on Netflix as podcast. That would be dope, actually. That's yeah. actually a good avenue for them. If I knew them, I would. I'm waiting on uh, Cobra Kai season four, though. Uh, um, Terry Silver's back, baby. I don't know what I'm waiting on on Netflix. I, Quick, I have a list that I don't even want to watch nothing on my list. You, you know who needs to study the Quicksilver method? Quicksilver method is a man can't breathe, a man can't fight. A man okay. can't see, he can't fight. Mm-hmm. A man can't stand, he can't fight. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder. Because for the fucking culture, Deontay. <laughs> oh. So I did not watch the fight last night. I am so I am so tired of hearing about this dude's knockout power. And then before they say that, he has the knockout power, but he hasn't been. And before that, Anthony Fury. Joshua lost to a white dude. Who? The other black heavyweight nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, they say he did knock Fury down twice in in the fourth round. Though. <sighs> well, shit. Apparently, didn't lock him down long enough. Not 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 long enough or hard enough because in the eleventh round it was over. Now I can't say. Um, because I was I was on the fence. Because losing this fight to Fury, I I don't believe in Wilder anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I heard, I was watching uh, Undisputed um, with Skipper Sennett. By the way, getting Max off of first take was not the move. Oh yeah, people were not watching it no more. But when um when Skipper Sennett said that um that Fury's trainer said he was coming in like 20, 25 pounds heavier, right? And it was like, well, shit, he was already two seventy. You would you about to be three hundred pounds in the ring. Right. Um, and it was like, think about it. Like, them two days before, them two days after you get weighed in, you tend to put on weight. Mm-hmm. Like, a good bit of weight. It was like, he's coming in heavy as hell in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, if that's the case, man, I was like, damn, I I think Fury, I think Wilder might take this. I mean, he's lighter, he's faster. And it was the thing that made Mike Tyson great. The smaller, faster fighter right. can still knock you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, I think Wilder might be able to take this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and the way he got knocked out, it was like certain ways you got to get knocked out, man. You can't get knocked out like that. Like somebody knock your he ass out. Not out this time, right? This was not a technical. No, I'm talking about the way he, like the way it happened physically, the way it happened. Like when I you, didn't see it. I when you see the knockout, you be like, damn, man, that's how he knocked you out. Mm. Like he didn't, get, he didn't get knocked out of the ring or anything like that. But it's kind of like, I can see like we in the clothes, we swinging, and you catch me with one. Mm-hmm. But for the culture, Deontay Wilder. <laughs> They've had white dudes for the next few years just running up on dude, black dudes. And, and like that other dude, the uh, the amateur boxing dude. The, the, with the, the brother, the Logan dude. The Logan's, um, Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but see is with them. Paul, is it Paul's or Paul? The Paul? I think the Paul is the last name. Yeah. Okay. My issue with them is why y'all keep picking on black people? Because people go watch it. And also, why don't you pick guys who actually box? They did. And guys who were in the like. But who are in their he prime? He was in it with them. <laughs> Mayweather was in it with them, so. Well, true, but yeah, but I mean, they picked. Think about it. They picked Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley's an MMA fight. He's not mm-hmm. a boxer. Like, and I keep trying to tell people this, like, because people think like, um, go, I do MMA, I can do all this and that. Like, mm-hmm. no, nigga, you do MMA. Yeah. That is not the same if thing as getting to a boxing ring. Big ass uh, Conor McGregor go mm-hmm. up against little ass Money Mayweather. And couldn't knock his ass out, then you ain't gonna learn that. It's a martial arts concept. I, mean, yeah, I remember one different. of my one of my favorite kung fu movies was the original Iron Monkey. Mm-hmm. And I remember when um, they um, they were all in the Shaolin Temple, 
and like do was like, okay, y'all know the basics of kung fu now, mm-hmm. but it's time for y'all to all pick a pick a, a style, right? Right. And he he told them all about the style. He was like, the only one I suggest y'all don't learn is the Shaolin Monkey Fist because it takes the longest to learn. And it's a very hard, difficult style to master. Mm-hmm. The hero of the story was like, um, no, because one the one that the dude the jokesters was like, I learned all of them, and the master took it serious. He was like, don't don't bullshit like that, because you gonna fuck yourself up trying to learn all these different styles. In the same time as one person takes to learn one style, mm-hmm. because that one person is going to be way better at his style than you could possibly be at any of those other styles. Right. It's the same thing when I talk about football. When I kept saying I don't need a guy who who's versatile in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Give me a great guy like Dion who could shut down a guy and mm-hmm. who can be great at cornerback. Right. Tyron Woolley, he would never be as good of a boxer as someone who just studies boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you put him in MMA ring where he can use all his tools, he'll get you. Mm-hmm. But if you took all of his tools except one away. Now he's not as good as the other guy. Mm-hmm. I want them to see somebody who boxes in a prime. Right. That's what I want to see. But I, you know, you know, my problem is I think the problem is with heavyweights, with black heavyweights. Somebody said this a while ago. All the best potential heavyweights mm-hmm. play football now. Just think about it. When football started doling up big money in the nineties, mm-hmm. you notice that's when the great heavyweights never. Sh- we we didn't see any more great black heavyweights. <laughs> Cause think about it, last the last two great. I want to get punched in the face, or do I want to get hit with padding on, like forty pounds of pads on? Mm-hmm. Cause think about it, who were the last great black heavyweights to come out? Mike Tyson, George Foreman, not George Foreman. Um, damn, what's the other George name? Evander Holyfield is what I'm talking uh, about. I know somebody would say that too. <laughs> I know somebody would say that. Evander Holyfield started out as a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. He had to, he had to bulk up to become a heavyweight. He's yeah. not a he- he was a natural heavyweight. Um, yeah, the it's basically just Mike Tyson Mike and Tyson Lennox Lewis. The last one, right? Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis, and Lennox was a late bloomer. Yeah. Lennox was a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. But even though, if you look at, if you look at the the last few great heavyweights, like historical great heavyweights, Ali's what six three two eighteen. That'd be a wide receiver nowadays. Mm-hmm. Tyson was five, somewhere between five nine and five eleven, depending on what you want to give him. Two eighteen, and talking about prime Tyson. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's give him five nine, two eighteen. And bowlegged. That'd be, that'd be a running That's back. A running back. That's a running back, a small linebacker, or a safety. Mm-hmm. Lennox Lewis was six five, two fifty something. That's an outside line. That's an outside linebacker or a mm-hmm. DN. That's an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. All the best heavies. I was like, damn, that's sure as shit. All the best heavyweights are playing. Peppers in the boxing ring. Just. <laughs> Julius Peppers in the box ring is Lennox Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just... that's exactly what I thought about when he said the measurements. Think about Julius Pepper in the boxing ring, dog. Julius Peppers again, from a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. he I think from a physical standpoint he is like he's like the, the rock. He's like the Dwayne Johnson of athleticism. Mm-hmm. How the fuck you six six, two eighty something? And you run a four four forty. That means there's nothing you can do if Julius Peppers wants to whoop your ass. And he could jump out the sky, Bruh, Like you think, okay, this nigga big as shit. I'm gonna steal on his ass and run, cause now you say he's six four, he's six five, six, 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 no, he's six six. Okay, like he played on the basketball team at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this nigga, man. Hey, just think about that. LeBron James is bigger. That's crazy. But I mean, <laughs> think about, but think about that too, though. Him yeah. too. That he would be a heavyweight boxer, mm-hmm. and he'd be about the same size as Tyson Fury. What does that tell you? All of our big guys play different sports now. Yeah. Ever since big money started, because think about it, boxing was the big money sport for black people for the longest time. That was the big money sport. Yeah. 
And then NBA, NFL said, hey, we got this new thing called free agency. Mm-hmm. And this thing, that salary cap thing we got, we're making money every year. Yeah. Let's, we raise it just about every year. Yeah, we get more of it, we get more of it by 3%. But y'all can have some too. But that 3%, that 47% y'all get, mm-hmm. that's a lot of fucking money. Bring your ass on over here. Come on, Scotty, touchdowns for me. Shut you, the big dude with the four three forty. I got a number eighty jersey weight for your ass right now, bro. <laughs> but that's all that is, though, man. Yeah. But um, I think another problem too, and this is an American boxing thing as opposed to just a black white thing. Mm-hmm. I think somebody explained it. It was like in other countries, particularly Europe, which is why you see so many of the great white boxers nowadays are Europeans. Mm-hmm. They have like boxing academies. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so you learn boxing like most of your life. As opposed to like in America, where it's kind of like, oh, I guess I'll take it up. Oh, this nigga got talent. Let me focus on him. Like, no, I was like, we're going to teach all y'all ass how to box mm-hmm. and box well. Hopefully, y'all got talent, but y'all, if you ain't got no talent, you will know how to actually box, though. Right. Yeah. All right, man. For the culture, though, man, we need some heavyweights. Yeah, we do. We need, yeah. Wilder's the last one. I mean, Wilder, he might need to go sit down. Uh, I mean, he still probably has a couple of fights into him, but I, he don't want to see Tyson no more. I mean, I said, yeah. Because he was virtually unstoppable until he hit Tyson. Yeah. And then Tyson hit him back. And my thing is, you see, <laughs> stupid. But see, for me, this is the problem with, and this is as a boxing fan, because I am a boxing fan. Okay. This is the problem I have with boxing as opposed to MMA. Mm-hmm. Well, MMA is pretty, is pretty much red as UFC. Because, you know, we think you, MMA, you pretty much think UFC. In boxing, the best fighters never fight each other, or at least the guys who should be fighting. Like, a few years ago, we was all clamoring for Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy had one belt, but he was the American champ. You know, America's a, you know, where everything goes down. One guy had more belts, you know, but he was like, people loved him globally. So they was because of that, they were arguing about who takes the A money, who takes the B money, or whatever. I'm like, motherfucker, just sign on the dotted line because you're going to make a lot of money. I think all those fights need to be 50-50 no matter what. I can see A-B depending on who's the champ. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're challenging me for my belt, I'm A-side. I'm the champ. Mm-hmm. You know, or, I mean, also you could make the argument that if I'm champ but Mike Tyson's coming for my belt, mm-hmm. no, Tyson is the draw here. Mm-hmm. I see the argument, but what I'm saying, at a certain point, it's like I said before, at a certain point, you're making enough money here. Yeah. Just have the fucking sure. fight, beat his ass, and now you A-side next time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... Now I was like, damn, they both undefeated boxers, undefeated champions. I was like, I I, I love unified belts. I mm-hmm. can't stand having more than one belt. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, just have this fight, so we can all be happy and y'all can make a lot of money. How do you break up a unified belt? Somebody just retires or something? Uh, no, well, there's four. There's like four boxing bo- governing bodies. So you got mm-hmm. like IBF, WBA, WBC. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want. I think people consider Ring Magazine now. But back in the day, there was just those three. IBF, WBA, WBC. So if one fight is under one of the organizations and the person loses, they just lose that. It got to be sanctioned. So we got to accept that this is a title fight. Okay. All right, so let's say I'm the WBA champion, you the WBC. Mm-hmm. And we like, okay, man, fuck this. We tired of having, we tired of calling two niggas champ. Mm-hmm. Y'all two fight, put your belts up. 
whoever wins is now the WBA and the WBC champ. Mm-hmm. Then out there, the IBF champ, he's running around talking mm-hmm. shit. Like, niggas, he beat that dude, but he ain't beat me. Mm-hmm. So put both your belts up. Well, and I know I put how my they become up. together. Yeah. I'm talking about how do you separate them once they're together. If I put my belt, let's say I fight. Okay, let's say I got all three belts now, right? Mm-hmm. But you got a rematch coming to me, coming mm-hmm. to you. And I say, no, I'll just rematch you for the belt that you, I beat you for. You beat me. You took that belt back off me. So now I'm WBC and WIBF, but you WBA champ again. Okay. That's how that works. Basically, if I don't agree to put all my belts up, you just mm-hmm. win the belt that I agreed to so put up. So it's kind of like wrestling. But if WWE wrestles against, oh, New Age or whatever that it, is. I see what you're saying, but it kind of works a little different that way. Okay. Because the promotions and like wrestling and MMA are like. So promo- it's kind of like the SEC and the ACC. If they had like their own no. championship games, and then no, because they were both, they were both in the mingle. Okay. So like WWE will probably never wrestle AEW. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm the, if I'm WWE champion, WWE champion, I'm probably never gonna wrestle the AEW champion. Right. Unless some shit just went left for one of those companies, like how it went for WCW, or UFC. The UFC champ is probably never gonna fight um, the Strikeforce champ or the, the Bellator champ while he's in UFC. Mm-hmm. Boxing's a little different because boxing. Each promoter has his own stable, but they fight under the governing body who runs those titles. Mm-hmm. So that's how that works, though. Like, Vince McMahon's championships are his championships in his promotion. In boxing, the WBC championship is a championship that's not in any one person's promotion. So it's kind of like if computers, Xbox, PS, they all had champions on um, Madden, Madden yeah. champions. And then the PS... Champion says, you know, Xbox champion, I'm tired of being called. Xbox champ. I want to be the champ. champ. I want to be the champion of all consoles. That was true before crossplay came through. Now we got crossplay. So I can act like. Does crossplay anything like transsexuals? I don't know why they don't call it that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, crossplay is like. Transplay. I can, Let's call it transplay. I literally, like literally in the certain games, I can play. I can. You got Xbox, I got PS4. Mm-hmm. We could actually play Call of Duty against each other. Mm-hmm. We could play MK11 against each other. I'm thinking about getting another PlayStation because right now I only have the uh, Nintendo spec game out front. I'm thinking about getting another black heavyweight fight, boxer um, because these two ain't it. Who do you think will be a good black heavyweight boxer right now? Like in any other sport? Or so, Yeah, because we don't have one. We don't have a prospective new one yet. No. Oh. Right? And I know I want to make shit. I want to say make no bones about it. I'm not getting in the ring with Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua. Um, oh, I wouldn't. I'm not getting. No, I understand. But I, I believe you. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not denigrating them in that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they get any more as far as the culture and black boxing. Um, if I had to pick a fighter from another sport that isn't a combat sport, I'm not gonna say LeBron. Cause that's a cliche answer. Everybody thinks that man can play any sport he chooses. I mean, maybe that's true. I got somebody, that somebody that has the fire. Will be Russell Westbrook. I don't know. He seems like one of those dudes that he'd be mean as fuck in a fight. Mm-hmm. I, well, I guess you would train him. Yeah, okay, never mind. But Russ, I can see that. I can. I, I think I can see that. If I had to pick somebody, right now. Maybe DK Metcalf. You wouldn't know who that is. He's in the NFL. He came I was about him. to say, uh, that's that's Eric Metcalf's son or yeah. something, right? 
And but DK is a wide receiver. He's a receiver for okay. no fucking reason. This dude is six three, two thirty something. Mm-hmm. Runs a four three forty. Why? Why would God do that to people? Yeah. I but see, this is why I keep saying. I think if you watch sports, sports is sports is pretty much showing you the evolution of humanity from a mm-hmm. physical standpoint. And, and drugs. <laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Like that. Hey. Hey, um, what I because I actually think, and I'm a big LeBron fan, so I'm always I'm gonna say this too. Miles Garrett, I forgot all about him. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, the dude that almost killed my quarterback. Oh, well, one our quarterback on my team a few years ago. Okay, when he swung the helmet, remember that? Just look it up, Miles Garrett helmet. You see what I'm talking about? No, no, I kind of remember that. Because was it a quarterback? Miles, like yeah. Though, right? No, it was Mason Rudolph. Ma- Miles Crosby. Oh, Miles Crosby. Miles Garrett almost lost his freedom that night. He hit the. He took his helmet off and hit the dude, right? Almost hit him. Mm. And I was sitting there wondering. This shit was funny because I looked away for a second. I remember that. I looked away for a second. I came back. I'm like, yeah, I was just playing football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't be. I don't be understanding. Like, it's a lot of stuff I'm missing right now. Not watching football. Yeah, but I was I just missed what the fuck happened to cause him to try to kill that dude. <laughs> I came back, he was trying to kill him. <laughs> oh, is Cam back yet? Who? Cam. Uh he was with the Patriots. Um no, but he's not. I wanted to pick him up myself though. I was like when Roethlisberger, well, Roethlisberger had a good game today. Um again, I don't know why he came back. All that money he made. Mm-hmm. At a certain, I don't give a fuck what sport I was playing. I'm not playing for championships. I can get that shit straight. I'm playing for money cuz yeah. I can't I can't feed my baby's trophies. And yeah, I can buy a ring. By the time I get there, I will I will go have a beat for the coaches and stuff and be like, look. I'm playing that contract I'm out. Shot. Let me finish this contract out, but we need to order my replacement now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you right about that shit. I want to finish you, this contract out, but nigga, we need, need a replacement. Nigga, you and need to call insurance. I, I will play this year. I will play next year. That'll be the end of my contract. Yeah. And then I will go on a minimum I contract for y'all to replace I, the fuck out of me and I, play second string. I don't want no extensions. I was mm-hmm. smart with my fucking money. Mm-hmm. Got me a beautiful wife. I got a big house. Like Rick Flair used to say, yes, "I got the big, I got the big house on the big hill on the mm-hmm. big side of town." Like I got life the way I want it. Mm-hmm. I don't need any more of this shit. No. But I'll come back in for a massage room with no camera. This nigga here, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just don't get that shit, man. It's like maybe that's because that's all they were doing with their lives is playing football. Yeah. Maybe that's why that's so hard to let go. But after a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. shit, my if I was as great as I could be, mm-hmm. as great as possible, my NFL career would probably be eight years at most. So back when I was, there was one point in my life I was going to go try out. It's a walk-on for the Panthers and probably would have made it a receiver. Um, I if probably would have did like two years. I hate to doubt people, but if y'all can see the way I just looked at him just now. Oh, man, you can't look at this physique right now. <laughs> this physique right now? Nah. <laughs> you look way different. one point in my life I was chiseled, and like everybody knows I don't drop footballs. I don't drop passes. Hmm. Um, chiseled. Um, I probably still ran at least a 4'7". Hmm. Like, I wouldn't have been the fastest motherfucker on the field, but I could at least get 5, 10, 15 yards up the field, catch a six hitch, 
Mm. And I, I, I'm off. a lineman. I was a lineman. I don't know any of those goddamn routes. Let's just run six yards up the field, turn around, catch the ball. I hate that shit when like when like receivers be calling out like numbers and shit. Mm-hmm. You're like I'm running the seven. Like I, I, ain't, I, I ain't gonna beat you on the nine. I, I ain't I know what close to random mouse. I know nine is a straight. Yeah, nine straight out there. Um, I can't remember them all, but all odd numbers is out. All even numbers are in. So, so you know, you know what? Like um, see, I get you saying because as a lineman. I know A, B, C gap, yeah. even numbers on the right side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, two hole is the A gap on the right side. Right. So, yeah, I know that. I told my old man that. The higher the number, the, the more yards you run out before you turn around and start looking for the ball. And that's the very simple way to explain those routes. A two is basically one step in. A three is a step. Because you're always supposed to take the first step. Yeah. So, a three is two steps out. Yeah, I told my old man that because my old man never played organized football. Yeah. He got stuck in trouble before he could start doing stuff like that. And I told him, I was like, um, honestly, unless your, unless your playbook is really complicated, most time you don't need actual playbook. Right. All I got, all you got to do is know all you got to do is know the codes mm-hmm. of the play, and you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. For a receiver, you just know where your number comes in mm-hmm. and figure what that number is. Right. And then for the only, the only hard position really is the quarterback. Yeah, because you got to remember all that yeah. shit. And then a middle linebacker on defense. Yeah, because then you got to remember everything yeah. on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing that made me, made me, like, laugh about football is, like, the unnecessary coding of things, though. Right. But I remember, like, I had trouble um, when I first started playing organized football when instead of just saying, like, on two, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, it's on green. Okay, now I gotta remember what green means. Mm-hmm. In addition to all the shit I gotta do, that's why I'm jumping off sides, motherfucker. Just say on two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you gotta I'll do. I always keep that simple. Um, and then when it comes like Peyton Manning, it would be like, I'm gonna say Omaha a certain way. And when I say it, if I say Omaha. That's a no, but if I say Omaha, that's that's yes on the next one. So go out there and then he go Omaha. You know, and that shit makes. And me, then they hide. <laughs> now see, you can get away with that in the pros because that's all the fucks you doing is playing football. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if I gotta go to school too, like nigga, I, I'm trying to stay eligible to play this shit, please. Like yeah, I figured out um the Panthers one time um, I figured out in a game no matter what Cam Newton was saying. It was gonna be on the two seconds when they hike it, so somebody was looking, um, and it was basically Cam tapping the booty of what was his name, his center Ryan Khalil. I think his next center would have been. It was before Ryan Khalil. I think was there before. I don't know. He'll tap the booty at the center or something, and then it's always on two seconds when they when they hike it, hmm. and then it was if they were sit back in shotgun. Um, it was the way he'll flick his arm and then I hike it. So it was nothing about anything but whenever they hike the ball. So that that's basically like the seat, the game, the couple of games before that, they was like offsides, offsides, offsides because we had like Mike Rimmer or something like that, hmm. and he was sucky. <laughs> like, like he was jumping offsides every play sometimes. I like the, um, I kind of like the way Ben does it when it's like uh, in the road and is it loud mm-hmm. where he lifts his leg like he on a shotgun and a. The guard is looking back. He'll like bend and lift his leg, and he'll tap the center side yeah. leg. Yeah, that 
That makes sense. I mean, I think from um, a structural standpoint, I get it. Mm-hmm. I would hate it if I. I would just hate it if I'm the tackles mm-hmm. because the edge you can see. The edge can see what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The edge guys can see it. I can't see it. If I was quarterback, I would probably do what Tom Brady did. I think Tom Brady is probably <sighs> the greatest quarterback in the NFL. He is, history. man. Can't fight that shit anymore. But I think it's because he realized that if he takes less money, they could put more money into the people that's protecting him. I don't believe and in And get that. some better skilled players around I, I don't believe in that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> shit. That's GM. That's your fucking problem. Hey, yeah, yeah, I feel you, though. But like, what did I say before we started this conversation? Mm-hmm. Money is... I am not playing for championships uh-huh. because I can't feed my baby trophies and I can always buy a ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would be... I wouldn't... The competition... I used to always think that I'd be competitive, but I'm not a competitive person when it comes to sports. I'm competitive. I like to play sports for the competition of everything, but I don't care about losing. I'm competitive. <laughs> I'm competitive. <laughs> yeah. Until the niggas start giving me checks. That's my focus right uh, there. I've never cared about losing enough to the point where I would get mad if I get As a sinner, fuck Warren Sapp. Fuck what he got going on mm-hmm. over there. That can be the greatest... No, I'd be playing against. No, I'd be playing against um your boy from um the Rams, Aaron Donald. Fuck Aaron mm-hmm. Donald. Fuck what Aaron Donald got to say. Fuck what he got he got going on over there. Nigga, be the greatest defensive player of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. As long as I'm as long as Taz man still getting them big checks, he cool. <laughs> now the second you beat me a little too bad, that GM's like, hey, hold on, nigga. I think we need to re- negotiate this contract. Right. Oh, I'm on Aaron Donald ass at that point. <laughs> I'm blocking that motherfucker everywhere he go. Right. That motherfucker could be. He could be in goddamn. He can be in Japan, mm-hmm. you know, doing work for like doing voice work on a video game. I'm in that booth with his ass blocking, because I <laughs> I want my fucking paper, bro. Right. I do want my paychecks, but I, I I've never been basketball. I've been a lot more competitive than football. Like football, I, I hate to lose in that championship game we we get we played. But Aaron Donald could be playing a pickup game with you. And I'm gonna be on that court blocking his ass. And that's gotta be Dante Wilder's ish. And I don't. Second. And I don't mean like a. I don't mean like a, like a, a jump shot trying to block a jump What's shot. Up, man, you being recorded. Is that Pat? Uh, thank you, thank you very much. You back there? <laughs> All right, go ahead. That's Aaron Donald. Tell him to block him. This, this, <laughs> this. All right, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna erase your name out. This D. Tell D. <laughs> If he was Aaron Donald, he, I'd have found him and blocked him. For All right, a check. man, I'm going to holler at you. I'm in the middle of recording. Yeah. Aaron Donald. All I say is, as long as my checks ain't on the line, Aaron Donald was safe. <laughs> the second that GM said he got to take a look at that game again mm-hmm. and, and figure this contract shit out, mm-hmm. that next fucking game, Aaron Donald, I would have I would have found a way to be on that team that he was playing next week just to block his ass. <laughs> hey, train me, coach. Train me, coach. Hey, train me, but train me right back, though, okay? Yeah, I, I, make sure you train me right back, though. I need my money. But yeah, train me. Train man. I can do better. Fuck that. I can't checks. do better by myself. Can't Once I get into the pros, them checks was the only thing I had to worry about. Yeah. And I'd have had Basketball was a little bit more competitive on one-on-one. Um, football, it was too many people for it to be my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, because you think about it, you can like yeah. you get like 200 yards as a receiver. Yeah. It's likely you won that game, mm-hmm. 
But no, it's very much likely that the reason why you got 200 yards is because yeah. y'all trying to catch the fuck up. I used to hustle just because I always felt like every time I didn't make it down, I wasn't one of the first people down. Yeah. Uh, we got scored on. Bro, we get. Shh. I don't worry about that because they give me a check. Mm-hmm. I'm the first nigga everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give um, a fuck we had in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Um, I was good on. I. I Value my defense better than anybody. I'd be the last one down on offense. Like I ain't care about scoring at all. Like you can get away with that on offense. Yeah. Uh, well, aside from being like a lineman, or if you're blocking on that particular play, it's coming. The accent's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to give effort. But people would give shit. Randy Moss shit. Oh, he takes plays off because the play ain't coming to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the fucking play ain't coming to him. Yeah. He's a wide receiver on the other side of the field. Yeah, and, and most people in the pros say everybody takes a couple of plays off. If I was a wide receiver. Oh, and I'm and I'm on the right side of the field. Mm-hmm. It's a run play to the left side. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here! Because yeah. if, if, if this nigga somehow tackle you, that is the best fucking defender of all time. And he's a cornerback too. He's probably not trying to tackle all these running backs. Yeah. Um, I don't look. Listen, I would go on the play, look at the cornerback. I'm like, nigga, this, it's a run play to the other side. It's not coming to me. Do we like? Do we got a problem here, or are we gonna chill? <laughs> as long as we're going to chill, man, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm blocking you. You know what? <laughs> I think the only people that don't take rest other than the linemen is the run- well, running backs because they take out, they take them out third down. Yeah. I'm like, nigga. First down, second down backs are different from third down backs. Like, oh, my. I, I could have been the cornerback. Like, oh, my God, look, Randy Moss is blocking me. Uh, mm. <laughs> playing on my side, nigga. <laughs> so y'all both go jogging down the field. <laughs> All right, man. So, so my coach been getting on me saying that I ain't, ain't hustling hard enough. So, since it ain't coming outside, man, we just got a light job down the field. So. Keep your keep your hand on my keep chest, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep your hand on my chest, and then and then I'm go slap your leg, and then you go slap my. We go play that slapping thing that we do when we think the ball coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, now but let's slow job down the field, like twenty yards, and then come back. We How the wife and kids though? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, bro, tell them where they can find you, man. Y'all can find me at Match Moves of the 7th on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Real Ray Tez on Twitch and Discord. Everything I do, you can find at www.distractionnetwork.com. Until next time, take care. Be safe. Holla.